0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a really interesting show with my colleague here, Sarah Westall. And Sarah and I, and like, Honestly, most of the people on our side of the fence, we agree on the big issues. We agree on our goals and objectives, but sometimes we have intramural differences that I think are worth uh, exploring for the public, so they can see, hey, we're not in collusion with each other. We all have our individual opinions, and and uh, let the public decide, you know, what they think about the, some of the details. And, and Sarah and I agreed to do a show on that, where I'm going to choose. Uh, I've actually, I've chosen two salient points of things I'm really concerned about. And Sarah has chosen another two, and we're going to throw them out there and share some ideas. And already knowing a couple of things, we're not in full agreement, but we are in full agreement with where we need to go and what needs to happen. And I think shows like this are important because this is not CNN we don't collude to hide the truth, okay? And and this is kind of just to show you what a lot of us talk about behind the scenes that may not make it to the airwaves. Um, I want to thank all of you for your well wishes. I mean, a lot of you said, Dave, you don't look good, you don't sound good, and you're right, I spent eight miserable days still have no idea what was wrong i mean i did have temperatures and and no energy and you know i was offline for a couple of days so but i do appreciate your well wishes i'm happy to report that although i didn't set any world records last night i did actually do a light workout so i feel like i'm back and Hopefully I'll be back in the pool tomorrow, swimming the old half mile a day, and so I think it's life as normal. But anyway, thank all of you for all your kind wishes. It's much appreciated. And before we get started with Sarah today, I want to take care of our ads right up front because they're timely. All of our major competitors for the food companies, for MPS, are at least in suspension of activity, suspension of dealer activity, or not operating at all. And Bob Griswold was on my show the other day and he represents one of these groups and he was talking about his experience. MPS is still doing business at the same price with the same specials and the bottom line is folks we are headed for massive famine it's the genie's out of the bottle i was talking about this months ago and people oh there goes dave again fear-mongering no one's saying that any longer and i'm telling you i don't know how long you're going to be able to get storable food mps is extremely stable extremely reliable they've been great to work with and i'm serious i love working with mps they are very professional but They are subject to market forces, too. I don't know how long they're going to keep this up But the competition's dropping like flies. So you need to get your food down. Go to preparewithdave.com, and you have all the details there, and you'll see the sale. And if you have food, you darn well better have water. And if Putin makes good on taking down our grid, which I think is a distinct possibility, you'll be scavenging for water. That means you need good water filtration. Well, we have it, the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. And you'll see the research when you go to waterwithdave.com. It's very, very good, very good. It's better than the competition. And they, too, have held their prices. Same manufacturer, though, as MPS. And they are top of the line. And right now, they have enough stock on hand to handle demand. And I say right now. I think they're subject to the same thing the food companies are going through. So you have preparewithdave.com for the food. You have waterwithdave.com for the water filtration. And I'm going to give you a warning. Three is two, two is one, one is none. Um, You're going to want to have multiple scavengers if you have to go out and look for water that you've got to purify. So you need more than one of these. We have three, and actually we had a discussion last night at dinner, and the commander-in-chief said, yeah, we probably need a couple more. And so we are going to do that today. And then one final item. Do you have a nest egg to protect? Because the crisis we're about ready to enter economically will have an end date at some point. And if you keep your money in cash, it's going to be trash and it's going to crash. It's that simple. And the writing's on the wall. The reserve currency is going away. We have thirty trillion dollars of debt. Extreme mismanagement by the Bolshevik Party in charge. It's not going to change, folks. It's it's not going to change this November. It ain't going to change in twenty twenty four. There's going to be a terrible crash, and the more you can move your assets into proven commodities that will hold their value, the better off you're going to be. And that's why I'm going to leave you a number. I want you to call and have a discussion with Noble Gold. They are no pressure whatsoever. You have to close the deal. And I know I just closed a deal with them 10 days ago. That's right. I made another adjustment because you do not want to be top-heavy in cash. So give them a call, 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And they are the best at what they do. And one final note here. I wish I didn't have to advertise the Doom and Gloom products. And they are. Although the I think Noble Gold is something you should be doing anyway. But the food and the water, I wish I didn't have to. But show me a scenario where this is not going to happen, and you're not going to need these things. And this is why I'm really imploring you, okay? because I care about the audience. I care about America. I want as many of us to get through this as possible so we can take control of the rebuild. You need to take care of yourself. Please do that now. Well, Sarah Westall needs no introduction to our audience. She is um, a noted writer, She's a noted broadcaster, and she has the censorship scars to prove it. She's good at what she does, or they wouldn't be going after her the way they've gone after her. And uh, I think it's really uh, a testament to her resilience that she's still standing. And as much as they want to suppress her, they can't do it. Sarah, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us.
1: No, Thank you, Dave. It's always a pleasure to be here. And yes, I have been the target of extreme censorship.
0: Oh, I know. And, and the thing is, is you're so just matter-of-fact, low-keyed, no embellishments, but it <clears throat> doesn't matter, because if you don't agree with them, yeah, you know how that goes. Um, yeah. You know, there was a movie one time. I remember when I was about 11 years old, I snuck into a drive-in theater with friends, and we watched movie from <laughs> Sitting on the Gravel. And remember the old drive-in movies? I don't know if you're old
1: yeah. enough. To remember. Oh, yeah
0: we snuck in and the movie was the guide for the married man and they were saying here's how a married man can cheat on his wife and and in the the scene walter Matthau, the character gets busted with his girlfriend in a motel room but then they had the fixers come in and fix everything up and the wife was so confused she goes i guess i didn't see anything this (laughs) is the world this is the world we're living in today yep that scene it's amazing i remember that from being about 10 or 11 years old i didn't really understand it then i i i sure as hell understand it today from a political standpoint they're wiping out all truth one well, way i mentioned sarah was uh picked out a couple of things and the first thing that she had mentioned to me in our pre-era discussion was the destruction of the united states is really far down the road and sarah i'll just let you take that and elaborate a little bit and we can discuss it
1: well, yeah, you wanted me to come up with my two big ones, and I don't. I'm like, well, my two big ones they probably there isn't one that's bigger than the other—but I would say that the destruction of the United States is clearly underway. Mm-hmm. And I, everywhere you look, you know, whether you're talking the family, the destruction of the family is a big one, right? We have the destruction of religion because they—they they want the state to control the. Um, to to be the highest uh, thing you worship, right? In communism or whatever they got going on, they don't want us to have a higher power. Right. They're they're hardcore going after the guns. Because as they say, right? Free men have arms, slaves do not. They're trying to control our energy, which is clear. I mean, they've they've shut down all the pipelines. They're force trying to force us into alternative energies that make no sense. I mean, there are free energy supplies, but they wanna force us into something where they can still have this cash cow of energy and it doesn't even reduce the carbon footprint BS that they're talking about when they're talking about electric cars and things. So you know it's just big sham. They're talking about the zero carbon. Okay, they got control over our communication, right? which mm-hmm. is yes. obvious with our with the few companies that they control and now it's becoming so brazen that they don't even care that it's it's brazen it's they've kind of taken their their masks off and they've shown their true face their true colors that means that they know that or they think not they know they think that we they're in control and there's nothing we can do i don't buy that but they're trying to con- completely control the money which they've you know, they're moving towards the centralized digital currency, which, uh, is you know, has been termed the banker's dictatorship. They've talked about it in the uh, central banking meetings that they've had consistently every year, that they want a, a worldwide digital currency. They want to go around governments and define their own budgets. That's what they've said in their own speeches. Yeah, that's right. They um, have been working to control the medical system for years and COVID was an eye-opening, shocking display of that. Um, they've been indoctrinating our children through our school systems and the indoctrinating the educators too. So now we have this BS education system where they're educating people to not be free. They're educating people to not think of themselves as a sovereign uh, person who is free under god they don't under the you know the the big spirit that made us um they're trying to get rid of cars or our ability they want to do a lot of public transportation they want to track every single thing we do right with the digital tracking I mean, basically, they want to enslave us under a fear and dependency system. And all of this, every single point that I made here, we're really far down that that track. Would would you please give me
0: something I can argue with? (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Everything you just said. I'm in complete 100% agreement with. I thought we were going to well, have. A I mean, I don't
1: know. I, the thing is, mm. these are the steps of totalitarianism, and we are clearly in under that guise. I mean, I don't know. What can I, I. Um, We were arguing about Elon Musk a little bit there, and and I've I've talked to Sherry Edwards since then, and I'm going to air that show.
0: Bioacoustic Analysis, which analyzes truthfulness of people through the frequency of their speech, just to get that
1: out there. Yeah, exactly. And she said, no, Sarah, he really is legit here. His main goal, though, is to be left alone. He wants to be able to innovate and do his thing without being bogged down by the bureaucracy and the BS. But he also is legit where he thinks that everybody should have that right as well. So she changed my mind about him because I was like, there's no way that somebody with everything he's doing isn't tied in. Some, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And I still am hanging on that a little bit because I want to see... With Sherry, it all depends on the context that she's reading her analysis from, right? Yeah. And so I, you have to look at multiple things under different contexts to get the true picture. And so, you know, I hold off a little bit, but she's usually right on. She's right on under the context that she's looking at. Always,
0: always yeah. right on. Yeah, it's and it's amazing. She'll say things about people that i have investigated and found to be true but haven't yet aired it and she'll come right out with it and i go wow and she's done that so many times but i want to just say one thing here and I, i think we're in agreement on this but let me just say this you made a really good point about sherry's measurements they're what we call in research state dependent measurements in other words they're dependent on the time that you do the measurement And as you said, it's in the context. And I totally agree. I think if Elon Musk was to be analyzed five years ago, it would be a different result. But here's what I've discovered. Elon Musk is cut out of the space race for the most part. Bezos and other people are being given preference. And, and Elon Musk is being left in the lurch. And I think some of it is he dared to protest against the woke policies of California. This is where I saw it starting. And I'm talking about lockdown procedures for businesses and so forth and all the taxation. So he moved to Texas, uh, moved most of his operation to yep. Texas. And I think now with this signals is he has broken from them. They have broken from him and he's gone, screw you. I'm going after Twitter and we're going to start opening up free speech again. That's kind of where I see the, the current Elon Musk at.
1: Well, I, you know, I, there's a point where People do that because they realize that what it, the the seriousness of our future. The point the the question I have is Elon is Elon Musk controlled in, in in or can he truly be dependent independent? And you know, is there more behind that? It looks like maybe he could be. I don't know. I I've seen he's, a lot. Uh, he's starting to talk about here.
0: Jesus, believe it or not. He, he um he's talking about Jesus. He says his greatest fear. Is AI is out of control, and I did a thing on Aladdin and BlackRock, which right now, Fink says privately he can't control the uh, AI of Aladdin and what it's doing to the world economy. I don't know if that's a cop-out or not. But Elon Musk is talking in that direction right now.
1: She's well, they're stupid for doing that because, you know, yeah, AI I is in, in its very primitive state. It's not something that we, it's only as good as it was originally programmed. Mm-hmm. And so if it's creating, AI is where it starts to create its own algorithms. And we know just with, because that's my bad.
0: with dave.com that's water with save eighty dollars for a short time
1: background right we know with basic software development that the the bugs are numerous and human beings aren't able to create bulletproof software especially now with this ai thing they don't know all the 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 problems that they could create so now if they let something just go without having some backdoor ways of shutting it down, they're stupid. And I'm going to come out and say that. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly
0: do. Seven-foot robots at Love Field in Dallas. Now, that's been in the news, and they're looking for mask violators. And I'm wondering if enforcement for this globalist takeover of America, the destruction of America, won't in the end days be enforced by a robot army.
1: Well it could be. That's not necessarily AI. that could just be you know programmed robots, but correct. But yeah, I mean, they don't need all these people, and robots are cheaper. I'm just going to be it's just a basic if you get really cold and narcissistic and just a psychopathic view of things, people aren't necessary because they cost more. Robots are cheaper, and I would and they're reliable. Human beings have all these other issues like we care about others and stuff. <laughs> yeah. you know, to them, well, <clears throat> that's an issue.
0: I would say this, to, to put a bow on your number one, yes, they're trying to destroy the U.S. <clears throat> Let me throw out what I think is behind it, and I'm sure you agree, that they can't have a nation of well-armed people that demand constitutional liberties, and they control the government rather than being citizens. The globalists want us to be subjects and that's why they have to take us down
1: yeah, and it always surprises me that the globalists are so short-sighted and minded that they want an environment where only they have liberties and they can't see it beneficial for all it, it's they're just they're so unenlightened they're they they are not evolved as people and um but it also goes with what their religion is it's an unevolved religion too i mean they're still sacrificing people they're using the old religion um a lot of people call it satanism but it's the same religion they've been using for thousands of years they're an unevolved group of human humanity that have no limits they've become in charge i think because the rest of us um are are the part of our uh Risk, Where we have a, what do you call it, where we are at risk, uh, a fault is that we trust other people um, inherently when we're young and we have to learn not to trust people. We're also good, most of us are good unless you have a psychiatric health problem. And we don't see, understand what it's like to be completely psychopathic and make decisions based on that. So if you're so focused on winning and a psychopath, you're going to beat somebody who's more compassionate and not so narrow-minded. And so we've been beat over the years by these crazy people, and they've got themselves in positions of power. So it's time for us to start to fight. And to def- like it's like a sport game, we need to start playing the game. We've been sitting on the sidelines for too many decades, and they've taken over. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Okay, so we, we're in agreement here. This, <laughs> okay. this country, because I want to be able to move on to the other three points we got to get to, but I, I think we're in total agreement here. They absolutely cannot allow this country to continue to exist and they don't care if they have to murder nearly everybody and people you need to realize that most of you will be dead if they have their way and all i have to do is refer to the quote to the globalists that are well publicized about a 90 to 95 percent intended population reduction and then we just talked about some of the reasons why well one of the ones i had on my list one of the two was, uh, I don't believe there's going to be an election in 2022. Despite the fact, and I'll just use Yavapai County here north of Maricopa County in Arizona, it's the most conservative county in the country. It was the home of the militia movement, the Oath Keepers. uh, They have large conservative groups I've spoken to in this county, and they're always consistent in their issues they had the largest gathering despite being a county of only 110,000 people they had a huge trump turnout the biggest in the country for his rally in that county and and yet they allowed themselves to have thousands of votes siphoned off from corrupt officials in the county and these votes were spread out through the state even though trump carried yavapai county They siphoned off votes. In the 2022 election, they have already reinstituted uh, the voting machines, the heinous uh, absentee ballot procedures. Even though there is no real COVID out here now, we're under no restriction in Arizona, they're still doing it. But see, this is true. Everyone in a position of power in Arizona, and I would say every county clerk and recorder, every health department official at the county level, uh, our secretary of state, our uh, Attorney General, our Governor is a Chinese cutout. They're all controlled by George Soros or and or the Communist Chinese Party. And despite all the controls, the polls, forget the polls, Biden doesn't have a 31% approval rating. It's probably about like 10%. And they can't do enough cheating, in my opinion, to win the next election. So therefore, they're not going to have an election. And, Sarah, I'm writing an article that will appear a day after this interview does, and I'm alleging the fact is I wrote about in Ukraine in 2014. I detailed in 2014 that Hunter Biden and Devin Archer accompanied a biological shipment on two different occasions, bioweapon shipments of an undisclosed nature, to Wuhan on Air Force Two. And people laughed at me when I wrote this. No one's laughing any longer. I'm hearing from people like crazy that remember those articles. And the first shipment, I'm sure, was COVID. The second one, I believe, is Ebola slash um, hemorrhagic fever. It's the same thing, and Fauci's defined it the same way. It's gain-of-function research because it's being combined with smallpox to exacerbate the RO, the spread. And I believe we're going to get hit with that. I believe this is what's in China right now. I believe they lost containment at one of their labs, and they're doing their best to suppress it. But this is the political doomsday weapon that they're holding in reserve. And I believe this is one of the things they're going to be doing to us. And by the time November comes, we're going to be in the midst of a massive famine anyway. And all the factors are there. There's no denying it. Even the mainstream media is talking about, quote, famine. They're using the word famine now. So I don't think there's going to be an election in 2022 so the Bolshevik revolution in this country can continue. Okay, so now I'm going to throw it back to you.
1: (laughs) Well, on that one, I don't I guess I haven't really come to the conclusion that there won't be an election. I think you're in Arizona and I'm in uh Minnesota and so Minnesota I just you know, it's kinda standard BS that they always fix the election here and people are used to it. So I think people are in a different frame of mind over here. Whereas you guys it's more obvious that I think it's obvious here too, but we were always a purple state. And so the whole takeover isn't as obvious to the average person here. But that being said, I I, I wouldn't say it's out of, uh, you know, out of question what you're saying could happen. I mean, they Biden across the country lost in a landslide the first time. And I think that they know they're going to lose in a landslide if they allow anything near a, a real legit election, anything near it he'll you know the Democrat Party will be completely ousted. A lot of rhinos will be ousted. People will be ousted everywhere. They just don't want to have that. I don't know how they're gonna manage it, but I don't doubt that something weird's gonna happen.
0: Um yeah I, I you know if I were to give you what I think the numbers are, and I'm basing this on what I know from Fulton County, uh from counties in Pennsylvania and now Wisconsin. They, they had a movement where an ex supreme court state Supreme Court justice led an investigation that they found extreme voter fraud in five counties, and a friend of paul ryan the he um, 's Speaker of the House in wisconsin he won 't let this come to the floor uh, so based on all these things I know and i 've looked at and I know how they stole the election in five different ways. I have concluded that Trump won about 70 percent of the vote in 2020 probably 65 to 70 percent. Today if the election were held right now in senators, Democrats, and if you average out the mean from all the elections, I think that number would be pushing 85 to 90 percent. Um, only the real die hard Democrats will vote for higher gas prices for themselves and continued inflation. That would, that's insanity to keep voting for this crap. So they can't cover that. There's no way that they can cover the massive fraud that's gonna be needed. And watchdog groups are gonna be more in evidence this time with video evidence. It'll be harder for them to get away with it with stronger numbers to overcome. And this is why well, yeah,
1: so they want a coup. Yeah, right?
0: That's they, it. Mm-hmm.
1: They did a coup originally. Now to, they they're not afraid to do a coup. They're not afraid to to do what they're doing on January sixth, political prisoners. There you go. They're not afraid to Delete do censorship that's so obvious now, they're really brazen. So I I wouldn't put anything past these guys. I don't I don't know, but I wouldn't put it past them that they're going to implement something. These guys are, have taken over our country. We do not have a legit government right now.
0: No, we don't. We have a revolutionary government. There's absolutely no question about that. But I I think that what I'm really trying to say here is they can't cover the fraud difference. Um, you can only cheat yep. so far until the people will say no, no, no. We're not doing that. They
1: don't. I understand your logic. I mean, they, I, that's are not I'm ready. Saying, I don't know. I think they are not
0: hard. ready. But let me give you another reason. I think this is true. Um, the uh, there's something called the DCCC, and don't ask me to repeat exactly what every word is. But it's essentially. A campaign donation arm that Democratic congressional candidates are required to contribute to. And in tough elections, the Democratic Party can reciprocate in tough races to give extra money to Democrats that might need help in their reelection. The top 55 Democrats, including the entire squad, has not contributed one dime to this fund. And then Nancy Pelosi said the day before I discovered this, and I saw the tape on uh, Tucker Carlson, she said... If the Dem- if the Republicans win the midterms, we're not going to honor the election because they'll be stealing democracy. And that's a paraphrase, but it's really close. I think <laughs> when you combine when you combine these two statements, Sarah, I think what you're getting is the, they're showing the intent that the Democrats already know there's not going to be an election.
1: Well, the statement of her saying that is not democracy. I mean, I just don't No, but but the fact that. It's the opposite. that... Everything is yeah. opposite of what they say. That's the point. Except and they're
0: so follow crazy. the money. If you're not contributing to campaign funds, you're not eligible to get the funds, why would the top 55 Democrats do that yeah, if they I thought there was going to be an election?
1: what the next step is. I do know that the destruction of America is well underway, And the shift of power to the east with our monetary system is underway as well. So something is going to happen here. I just, you know, we keep waiting for the shoe to fall. I don't think it's going to be like overnight maybe with with inflation and things there could be some like it happened in Germany where they had a 25% inflation jump overnight essentially those kinds of things can happen which is absolutely devastating that will be a devastating jump you know let alone 8.5% that we have a 25% overnight jump like Germany just had like 2 weeks ago will will be a major you know nail in the coffin Honestly, but I I don't I mean, they already are controlling things. I don't know what I think that you're right. They're going to do something to maintain their power. They do not or they have a sham election where they make sure that the person running against Biden or running against. They say, okay we have enough of our puppets running against the people who are going to be voted out that we're okay. They could do something like that
0: yeah i i yeah I, that's a good point that, that's really a good point and don't underestimate their ability to plant fake republicans too i've been i've been espousing a belief that um if the republicans really wanted to stop things they could have stopped it all along they could have paralyzed the Biden administration on yeah. money bills and so forth and they didn't and and here's here's what i've concluded. They're all on the same side. It's just there are some that are worse than others. And I think that um, the only way to overcome it, and this is a naive suggestion on my part because you'd have to have an awake populace, but I say don't elect any Republican incumbent in the primary. Go with the new guy. You can't be any worse off. And then defeat the Democrats in the general and then start over but demand that these republicans uh don't allow corporate campaign donations um (laughs) and and that you put caps on campaign donations as a whole i mean voter reform campaign reform is what i'm talking about now is that going to happen no but i see that as the only legitimate election result otherwise it's going to be time to pick up the guns
1: Well, or, yeah, or we have to build up these assemblies and start going after common law system and change the entire structure that they took over. Because they did do a corporate... uh,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Uh,
1: the the Congress and the way they have it structured now is a corporation that's running. Not that corporations are bad. That's people don't have to realize that. But they, when Lincoln was in power, they reinstituted a government system. This is all very well documented. And we can reinstitute a common law system and do assemblies. That's that movement is bigger than people realize. There's millions of people now moving towards that direction. That is a solution. It just could mean. I, I mean, I, I don't know what that could be. The gun thing too. I mean, that could trigger that. But there's millions of people waking up to that.
0: Yeah, I know. But again, we're we're agreeing on one thing here we We may not know the details we can only speculate, but we agree on the general direction
1: yeah i i I think that that they'll they'll fix some election and make it look legit and control people i I think they've gotten pretty good at that but i i could that's that's the only thing we disagree on but i think i'm i don't put anything past these people
0: well you you brought up something indirectly that we talked about before we went on. And it's Tulsi Gabbard. Yep. Um, I've done seven videos on Tulsi Gabbard saying beware of the of America's Trojan horse. I mean, she got invited to CPAC, and that's only because the director got paid $183,000 by George Soros Front Group. Oh, so, yeah, that, that's courtesy of Paul Preston. And she has not changed her views. She's for partial birth abortion. She's for gun confiscation. These are all things that she said. I don't have to make them up. She said these things. And now all of a sudden we're supposed to believe she's for free speech. She's against this. bolshevik takeover of the american government no she's not she's going to do one of two things in my humble opinion she's being groomed to recruit conservative voters as many as possible to her side so she could be a third party spoiler candidate in the 2024 election if it happens and that would ensure a democratic victory or better yet when joe is 25th amendment and out of office because of hunter biden then she becomes the vice president kamala's shown the door and i've never told you this but i've got kamala connected to the jesse smollett thing on behalf of the obamas they'll force her to resign and tulsi becomes the president because people follow her more than they'll follow hillary clinton i'll take a breath now and let you comment
1: (laughs) well i do got to say that i talked to sherry which i haven't aired the show yet and it's going to come out and what came out in that is that tulsi gabbard does not believe what she's saying right
0: now No, she doesn't
1: and so that completely is consistent with what you're saying and um yeah so i it's it's just shocking you know that when you're you think the world is a certain way you can't believe there's so many people that are good at representing themselves as something legit and they're not it's it's hard to get your mind wrapped around it but it's reality and that's the reality that we're living in and that's why i did it i have a show that's running right now where we're trying to figure out and talk about characteristics that of these people and you know who's lying and what these characteristics are like so we can start identifying our enemies i mean we we are sitting ducks if we don't know who's lying to us who's not who doesn't have integrity who are the psychopaths you know it's it's very difficult
0: that's true. Well, here's a, this is on Breitbart, um, and it's been there for a few days now. But uh, Fauci is saying, hey, lockdowns are coming, boys and girls. That kind of goes to what I was saying with regard to the election and what's going to happen there. Uh, let's put it this way. If they allow the election to happen, they're going to use this right here as the mechanism to try to steal it again. I I just think they're stupid to do it. But by the way, you you mentioned your second one already. Power is shifting to the East. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more?
1: Well, you know, if you read their... They're you know, Schwab's book, The Great Reset and stuff, he talks about how he wants to move things to the east. Things are naturally moving to the east, so I don't know if they're naturally sometimes natural is hap- things happening in the background. But one of the things that he said in his book is he they like the Chinese people because they've already been trained for obedience. It's kinda of like breaking a horse. We're like the wild stallions and they're like the trained broken horses. And they like that, and that's what we are not. And they want to move their power base to the east, and that includes the monetary system. Well, that is the monetary system, essentially. Your power base is where your monetary system is based out of. That and the military uh, you know, system and the military, that's one thing I didn't talk about as far as destroying the United States. They're destroying our military as well, which we've talked about in the past. But the monetary system, we can see the actions. You know, they they talk all big, but behind the scenes, their actions do not show that they're supporting our Western way of life and our monetary system. It looks like they're promoting the shift to the East because what they're doing is they're convincing these other countries to take money in Chinese yuan to get their BRICS system up and running faster than they sh- they originally thought. There's been this huge amount of investment in silver over the last couple of years. Two years ago, they recategorized gold as a tier one uh, currency, which before that it was only the dollar. Now it's also gold. So this is something that has been in the works for a while, and it looks like it's just accelerating. And the the sanctions and everything against Biden are against uh, Putin and Russia. You know with their energy and stuff well it's just causing people to go around our system and buy their oil they can't afford not to buy their oil and they can't starve their people right energy not having an energy supply will starve your people and then it also backs down to the fact that he shut down our energy supply while letting um putin build his remember with the pipeline going through ukraine and and such so those were decisions that were happening before this, so he—it's it, so stupid and incompetent that it—it it looks like it's on purpose.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, does Title uh, Forty Two enter into any of your scenarios?
1: Well, it's just they're—they're they're getting rid of the last, you know, thing that'll keep the immigrants from going over the border it's always they've been systematically creating an environment where there's nothing that keeps our borders protected the problem is is so many of these people are raped and abused on the way on the trafficking that they can't have a legitimate argument claiming that this is better for anybody when the people who are crossing are horrifically abused so Their hypocrisy on that point makes anything they say as a bunch of lies. I mean, I can't be more disgusted with these people. They talk about how they care about these migrants and they're systematically abused and the most vulnerable of them are raped and beaten and they act like it's the best for these people. That is, these people are monsters for allowing this to happen. And so they have absolutely no credibility on that front in, in any yeah. shape. Yeah.
0: i, I got to tell you about a dream I had, okay? Now, remember, it was a dream, so don't laugh at me too hard, okay? <laughs> and and um, I was talking to someone, and, and they were espousing overt violence against this government. And I said, it's not time, but it could be a time at some point in the future, Yes. If they're taking home and your ability to survive and eat, yeah, I mean, I understand that. It's self-defense. But I said, why not just do judo? And they go, what do you mean? I said, well, I learned... I said, when I was in judo briefly, as a supplement to my martial arts, when someone rushes at you, you flip them over and use their momentum against them. So that night, I had a dream. I organized a group that went to all the ports of entry um, along the border. And as immigrants passed... We passed out fake monopoly money to them, and we said, spend it in good health, and this is Joe Biden currency, and it totally disrupted the economic system. The next day, there were major headlines in my dream, and they were all pissed off because the migrants were disrupting the economy trying to spend monopoly money, And, and, and I know it's a silly dream, but here's my point. We do have to find a way to weaponize immigration against this administration. Do you have any ideas? I
1: I have you just threw this at me, so I haven't thought about it. I I so I feel for the immigrants, you know. I do too. My my perspective is is the fact that they're being trafficked and in in massive numbers, like over seventy percent of these young people are being raped and things. And so for me, my just I, I'm horrified by that situation, and to me, it makes these these democrats that are for this system i that ignorance is not an excuse for supporting that system if you are a democrat that still believes in that I, I think that um and so when i look at that i tend to be a little bit different than some where people are here to protect the united states which i believe as well right let's put pro- family first kind of thing but because the abuse is so bad against the immigrants i my heart and soul goes more out to them at this point and because they're being used to an extreme and um how do we weaponize them i i i I don't know i have to think about that and maybe if they can see that they're being used and abused they would help fight on our side i know that the mexican president is more in line with what we're saying right now he doesn't want a world like this his actions show He's one of the leaders that are like, hell with these guys. And it's not just um, the Mexicans and some of the South Americans. There's a lot of African nations and other people that are saying, hell with these guys. They they don't have a lot of power because they don't have as much resources as we have. But they don't. their actions show that they really don't want this either. I mean, anybody with a brain who's not controlled doesn't want this. I mean, it's so bad for you and your family and everybody else.
0: Your instincts are right on the money, Sarah. I, I have a, a good source, uh, Sam Arnold, that, um, let's put it this way, he's well-connected. And he told me before the war broke out, when Russia invaded Ukraine, that contingency of the Mexican government and the Brazilian government went and met with Putin. And the subject was, what's going to back up the currency? What are we going to do? Mexico's poised to become a world leader in silver by the year 2030 maybe the world leader and that will open up their oil fields because they'll be able to capitalize it so they are poised for huge economic growth but they don't want digital currency they want nothing to do with this biden administration and that's why they went to putin they're not in love with being with putin but the other thing i learned is all of latin america Brazil and Mexico are the two holdouts other than El Salvador. But the rest of Latin America is going with Putin on gold-backed currencies. In other words, there's a new BRICS nation's contingency forming. And you're right. Your instincts are so good because it goes into Africa as well. You're right on the yep. money, and I think these are the two competing alliances. It's the Western former democracies that are digital based because they want to have complete communist dictatorships, and then you have gold-backed currencies that's attracting most of the world. I think those are the two rival alliances that will fight World War III.
1: Well, and it's the Native Americans in Canada too, by the way, that are fighting against all this stuff too. It's just under the, it's just not known really there's alliances going on and it's it's they've been these people have been on the other side of this globalist power structure for so long that they're not as naive as the rest of us
0: that's a very good point and see It's the naivete of the American people that ends up being a a bad case of cognitive dissonance. I just can't believe what I'm seeing. It's just not true. You know, in fact, my wife told me about a poll that she read a couple of days ago that um, the phrase they're using now, Putin-based oil increases. You're hearing that all across the media now Mm -hmm. on the left. And my wife said that the public generally believes that, that Putin's to blame for the high energy prices. How sad is I know that?
1: it's so stupid you know if you look at the people in in Russia, you can't pull off a red revolution on them anymore because they don't they lived under tyranny for so long that they didn't they stopped trusting the what was the name of the um uh that meant truth. They're Pravda.
0: Pravda. They, yeah. they
1: didn't yeah. trust Pravda anymore because they lived under it for so long. They were so abused on their own lands, you know, the millions of people that were killed by the Bolsheviks. So you can't pull that crap on those people anymore. But in the United States, we've been so pampered for so long that, that, I mean, I can't believe the naivety. When I, when I have people push back against me, it's because they're so extremely naive. They don't think doctors would lie to them. They don't think their government would do this. They just can't imagine. And so they're just so incredibly naive. They're illiterate. We have an illiterate group of people in this country because they just don't have the experience. They're Mm. illiterate to the reality of the world.
0: Well, it's because we're teaching our kids things about puberty blockers rather than long division. Um, It's just... Wow, it's, insane. It's, just, it's I want stupid. to get to my uh, second point here, because it's something I really want to get on the table and get your reaction to. Um, we all know about what Trudeau did. If you gave $50 to a pizza hut that gave the pizza to the truckers, all of you lost your bank accounts. Um, and I believe this is World Economic Forum sponsored. Uh, it's a role is a beta test for digital currency confiscation. And the Biden administration's right there with them. And I, in a growing number of economists, I'm surprised that we're seeing people like Rickards uh, allude to this. He didn't say it directly, but he alludes to it. E.B. Tucker, um, all of these really prominent economists, a lot of them rooted in precious metals, are saying they fear confiscation of private wealth for inappropriate political beliefs. In fact, I'm launching a series this week we're doing our first entry today where i'm um, launching a series this week on the intelligence behind going to countries and opening up minimal bank accounts and having property purchases that will enable you a residency visa to come and go and they're stable systems for the most part but you need more than one because you don't want to pull your eggs in one basket but get a lot of your money out of the country. I also simultaneously learned on my research that Representative Burgess is working in a committee at the urgence of the Biden people to make it extremely difficult to get your money out of the country now. In fact, if you want to renounce your American citizenship because you've had enough of paying taxes wherever you earn the money in the world, um, they're not granting uh, excommunication services anymore from citizenship they're citing covid and there are 60,000 americans that's waiting for okay. such a thing to happen oh i'm not joking this is true all the consents no, I, I
1: this the is what is. i
0: this is what i found in my research so sarah here's the bottom line i fear confiscation of wealth i also fear confiscation of people where I, i'm the i'm the son of an immigrant from germany whose adult members of his family had these discussions in Nazi Germany before the uh, Holocaust started. These are the same exact kind of discussions that Germans were having among people who had any kind of money. And there's only 38% of us that pay federal tax. And so they're going to come after us with a vengeance. They're going to use digital to persecute us. And I'm just saying two reasons. You get a lot of your money out of the country to safe havens, and then you have a place you can jump to if you have a residency agreement, if the political situation gets bad. And this is something I'm investigating, and it's something I'm going to act on um, in the near future. Okay, tell me how crazy I am.
1: It's not crazy at all. I mean, I agree with you. I think that the display by Trudeau opened their hand. And you have Fink. I wrote an article about it. Um, in his latest report, where he said that money's not a right, it's a privilege, and that people who abuse their whatever can, should lose their access to money. Well, money is food. I mean, screw you. You know, money is food and shelter. I'm sorry. Yeah. And and so people don't have a right to for food because you don't like their political views. Because that's what he's saying. He thinks, because he was talking about Putin and all these other people being cut off. But you look at the behavior of the people that that are against them, and they aren't any different. I mean, and I just did a report, I just had a whistleblower on talking about the CRBD, which is a development bank um, that we created when the Soviet Union went down, that was supposed to go in and create democracies and help with development of democracies. All they were doing, well, they might have done some of that crap because a lot of the people believe what they're doing. But behind the scenes, they're covering up for the money laundering of the KGB and all these oligarchs and, and the money laundering in Ukraine. This was a bank out of Latvia. And when, they, when the whistleblowers came forward to tell the, the CRBD and others about this, all they did is cover it up. And so it's all a bunch of BS. And so, yeah, what we're going to go after these guys, where the people who are just as bad are the ones controlling who gets cut off. So, yeah, I don't trust these guys at all until they can have some integrity and show that they are, which I don't know if that's why the Founding Fathers put in freedom and what it means, because every time a tyrant gets in there or any time that they show their true colors, and we, we can't create a system where eventually tyrants aren't in charge. The only way to do that is to make freedom at the very basic level and disperse power as low as you possibly can get. And that's how you take care of tyranny and all this BS that we're dealing with. But, yeah, so yeah, they're going to do that. And I think Larry Fink, who's BlackRock, as you said, that's what he came out and said. So, we're seeing it.
0: I know. Well, I, I talk to a lot of people in the government. Some are ex-government officials, some are ex-military, some are current. There's a general sweeping consensus right now. There's soon going to be a number of hills to die on. In other words, I'm hearing for the first time from people in positions of authority or former authority that it's time to actively rebel Against this government's policies, um, they're waiting for a trigger event. I would say would be a consensus of the theme. Uh, does that surprise you? It surprised me.
1: I would like to use the the Gandhi approach first.
0: Yeah, I agree with we you. We have totally. not done a good totally. job of doing that. Totally, I don't I, want to live yeah, in a world. Yeah, we where don't. Yeah, do you want to live in Ukraine? I mean, that's what we're looking at.
1: I don't want the violent approach. I think yeah. the complete non. Um, uh, you know you just don't go with what they say you do the gandhi approach passive or it's very much not passive but you do it's nonviolent violent protest you don't do anything that they say you don't recognize their authority and we do it all of us do it and we do it peacefully and it would end i believe they would have to give in but we it, it's a uniform approach i think if we do the weapons first um i think it'll be a mistake but Well, we they, would a ex- they would argue that they would argue they're
0: backed into a corner that that i just know from That's talking different. to them uh listen i had i had one of them one of them was doug thornton former dhs just left ex-marine we did a debate on my tv show Um, He took the con, I took the pro about why you need to get assets out of the country. He says, no, it's time to stand up. And this is typical of what I'm hearing. It's really concerning to me because what we're saying, if if we go into civil war with 400 million guns and the fact that U.N. troops will be here, uh, and I could go on and on and on with this, this would be worse than Ukraine.
1: It'll be terrible. That's why I say we haven't done the peaceful resistance yet. Not really. I mean, people think we haven't done a systematic, peaceful resistance. If That's, we do yeah. that and it doesn't work, then we do the guns. But maybe they don't feel like we have enough support to do a peaceful, but I think we do. I mean, but we have to step up and do it. This next lockdown, if they try to do another lockdown, peacefully resist in mass.
0: Yeah, don't don't agree with it. This is why all people traveling on airlines need to stop wearing their masks.
1: That's exactly
0: right. Yeah, you're totally totally stupid if you do this. Now, I'm not planning to fly anywhere in the near future, but if I did, I would not wear a mask. It'd be worth taking the hit because people look at you don't have to wear a mask in the white house or congress so why the hell do you have to do it on a plane and it's just it's the hypocrisy of their control sarah before we close i, I was hoping we'd get more disagreement <laughs> <laughs>
1: well it's so hard because it's so obvious i, I think anybody that has a brain would side with us this isn't a left-right issue or a yeah. this isn't a democrat republican or liberal or conservative anybody who cares about humanity can see these things it's people who are brainwashed or not that's my opinion i mean i don't know how anybody with the brain is not seeing this that's why people are jumping off the the democrat party the go
0: al sharpton i could not believe my ears i saw a clip of him on cnn and he said uh the democrats have lost touch with black voters he said the liberal limousine uh democrats don't live in the real world they don't have to pay for the gas they don't have to pay for the food and he said you are losing the black vote i'm thinking al sharpton saying this um we just have time for you to tell about your empire of media no
1: (laughs) my my most censored media channel uh sarahwestall.com go there sign up for my newsletter I've just added five new platforms that I'm going to be on, my video platforms, and I have somebody uploading them. So within the next few weeks, you'll start seeing most of my videos being up on another five platforms, which like Gab GabTV, um, what else is there, uh, Brideon, because I'm half on Brideon, not really. Now I'm going to start really being on Brighteon. Um I have what, Bastion. I have, what's the other one, Brand New Tube I'm going to start being on, and there's another one I can't remember. So there's five new ones. I'm sorry that I forgot that.
0: You know, you know the one I told you about with the phone app. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've done anything with that, but send me a text after the show. It's launched. I'm on it. It's working, and it's really pretty good. I, I really, I'll get I'll get on that.
1: I really I'll get on I really, it.
0: really, really like I'll what they're doing. It. I just haven't. And Sarah, on that note, my dear, we are flat over time.
1: This is great. This has been
0: great. It has been good. Thank you so much for coming on. Look forward to the next time, too.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. It's my honor.
0: Take care, Sarah. Bye-bye.